When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the program. We have hit the ground running on this Monday afternoon. There's been lots to discuss. Lots of great sport over the course of the weekend. We had the PGA for Australia. We had a great win. What about the shot on the ninth? That was the eagle uh, where he, he chipped in from, I don't know, a mile away. Uh, got all pumped up with that too, Minwoo Lee. He's a, he's a very likeable bloke, isn't he? So um, I think he's a bit of a party boy. Did you see that? You know what he did on Thursday night, Coach K? Did you read that? Uh, what what Minwoo Lee did on Thursday night? He went to the Post Malone concert <laughs> and then had to get up early for his course. Uh, he's round the next day and... Uh, apparently went to bed early on Friday night. So well done, Min Lee. Very dedicated. Uh, so uh, good to hear that the 25-year-old is enjoying himself. Now 38 in the world. The problem with that is you go home for Christmas. You're like, hey, look what I've just won. I'm now number 38 in the world. And his sister says, yeah, that's great. But I'm number five in the world and I've won two majors. So there you go. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Get us on the tech line as well. 0457-736-736. If you're wanting to listen in to anything you might have missed in that first hour, go to wherever it is you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever it is. Um, just search for Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Keep the text messages coming in. Lots coming in. We'll get to them uh, more during the course of this hour. We've got Ollie Davies coming up very shortly, and we'll get a Afternoons Amplified. Uh, some more scores coming in from Coach K as well. And your text messages. Uh, the text message number, 0457 736 736. I reckon you got that in your phone now. Uh, the open line, one three hundred. 0-1-11-70. So Ollie Davies coming up very shortly. Be interested to get his source. He's been in really good form for New South Wales. As I said earlier, one of the very few bright spots for this New South Wales cricket side. There is a bright spot for the Sydney Sixers there. That's uh, with the knowledge that Steve Smith is going to play again. That's a good thing. He's going to get eyeballs to it. So they've got the game against the Renegades December 8, and then the game against the Thunder on January 12. So that'll be December 8. I think, I think I'm right in saying that first test match at the, uh, at, I was going to say the WACA ground. No, it's at the, off the stadium is December 14. So that'll be in between, that's before the Pakistan series and then the Sydney smash before the West Indies test series. So he's coming back, playing a couple of games, showing everyone over there in the IPL that he actually can open the batting in short form cricket. And then away you go. Well done, Brody Kostecki. He's become the 26th Supercars champion, 25 years of age. And 
he's not your average looking race car driver. You know, both uh, usually those guys are really, really lean and. Um, but Brody, I think uh, Aaron Noonan over the course of the weekend, he and James Moffat did an outstanding job with the supercars as per usual. Uh, he described him as race fit. He's a racer. He's not a not your traditional supercars driver. He's he's a racer. So there you go on that one. And we brought you the uh, the exclusive news earlier today too that Reese Walsh has four hundred and seventeen thousand uh, followers on Instagram. So he's just shy of what the Brisbane Broncos have. And we know how well supported the Brisbane Broncos are as a club generally, but certainly across their social media as well. So that's the power of Reese Walsh. Corey Parker says he should be paid $1.1 million a year. He should be paid more than Payne Huss. Uh, we've had a lot of people having their say on that one. In fact, there was a good one there. Uh, I'll find it just before that. Uh, Jimmy, I have two nominations for the most unlikely looking sports person. Mark Cosgrove. And Mark Riddell. So that is from the Greenkeeping Rooster. Yeah, I think that makes um, good nominations on that one. Here it is. It's from Jason. So it's just in relation to the Reese Walsh situation that we were talking about uh, a little bit earlier. Brisbane had Haas and ran last. They had Haas and Reynolds and missed the eight. They had Walsh and should have won the comp. He's hands down the most important player on that team. So that's from Jason. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. The, the only problem around that is that, uh, and this is what I'm thinking if I'm the Brisbane Broncos, of course they will do everything within their power to keep Reese Walsh. But the thing about Reese Walsh is third-party deals, even though the club is has some at arm's length and we know all about that and they can't be a club sponsor and all that sort of thing. Uh, you would think in a town like Brisbane that's rugby league mad, mad in a state like Queensland, that someone like Reese Walsh would get third-party deals that will help tie him to the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, and then the other part of it is, of course, he went home for family reasons. So you would think that's another reason that he would be sticking with the Brisbane Broncos. But we'll wait and see how that all plays out. Have your say. one three hundred. 01-1170, the text line 0457-736-736. But up next, Ollie Davies. We have another Sheffield Shield clash coming up at the SCG tomorrow. That's against Tasmania again. He's had just four first-class matches, but he has announced himself as a star of the long-form game. We knew he was a star of the short-form game. It's uh, great to have Ollie Davies on the program. G'day, Ollie. Jimmy, how's it going? Mate, really well. How's it going for you? You must be really happy with the way things are playing out at a first-class level for you personally, Ollie. Uh, yeah, for me personally, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good at the moment. I'm spending some time in the middle and scoring some runs, and obviously not ideal for the team at the moment and how we're probably, um, you know, and the results we're producing, but um, hopefully that can turn around soon for us. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go to um, the game against Western Australia. Your first first class 100, 129. It was a match winning knock in, in many ways. Does that now give you the blueprint of what's required from you, Ollie, at, at first class level to be a success? Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, that was definitely a good little challenge for me. I sort of came in when we were four for 50. And, you know, if I had potentially gotten out early, we could have been rock and rolled. So, um, you know, it was good to sort of stand up for the team in that in that moment. And, um, yeah, just for me, I think that definitely is a blueprint for my batting moving forward and understanding that, you know, I can score runs at this level. And 
um, yeah, looking forward to sort of what the, the rest of the season has to offer. Uh, we spoke to Mike Whitney a couple of weeks ago and he talked about bumping into you. I think it was at the Steve War medal and he, you know, Wits, a very passionate New South Wales blues man. And he, he told us he basically put it on you and said, hey, you've been doing really well, but this is what we require of you in that middle order. Did When you hear from those former greats like that who are so passionate about it, does that give you any extra motivation, Ollie, or give you a greater insight in what is required when you bat in the middle order for the blues? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I had a good chat with um with Wit at the Steve War Medal, and um yeah, he was you know I could tell how disappointed he was, and um you know how disappointed he was for the for the actual side, and you know I haven't started off the um you know playing at the start of the season at the moment for the Blues, but you know you know got my spot in the side, got my chance, and sort of have taken that, and um yeah, it's been quite interesting to see the input from so many um you know Blues greats and. Um, I think that, you know, from a, a team perspective, I don't think we actually realise how much it means to those former players. And um, I had a good chat with uh, ex-Manly uh, head coach and um, New South Wales player Phil Marks as well. And he had yep. a good chat with me saying that basically that, you know, he's been disappointed with how the, the group's been going and that if I do get a crack, that i got to, you know, take it with both hands and, and bat responsibly and, um, and, yeah, basically take it on myself to get the, the Blues a win. So, um, you know, I think that definitely is a, a pretty big driving force for the group. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, we're, we're trying our absolute best and um, I hope they all do appreciate that as well. And I guess the results just haven't been going our way. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they do, uh, Ollie. I'm sure they do. That's a really interesting one. Bat responsibly because my next question was going to be, how do you temper that natural game of yours? And we've seen it at T20 level. I think it's it's one of those see the ball, hit the ball type situations and then you just have to pull it back a little bit at first class level to quote unquote bat responsibly. How challenging is that for you, Ollie? I must admit, Jimmy, I'm fighting with myself most balls actually. Um, uh, I do find it difficult. Um, I definitely do enjoy batting in red ball cricket because the field's always up and there's plenty more gaps for me to score. Um, whereas yes. I find it a little bit difficult in the white ball stuff because I usually five men back. Um, but no, I um, I understand that there's not going to be as many balls. I'm probably going to try and hit to the boundary um, in, you know, in the red ball format. And, um, and you know, for me, it's just understanding that, um, that there's going to be plenty of opportunities for me to score runs because the field is always, most of the time it's in. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm definitely fighting with myself a lot of the time because I do want to try and pile in as much as I can. But um, I also understand that there's definitely going to be more scoring opportunities. And I just, yeah, got to look into that and realise that um, I could take a little bit of extra time. Yeah, interesting. Hey, just on that, from a, with a short-form point of view, have you thought about, have you done much opening at T20 level so you get those first four overs when the field is up and you can really free the hands? Uh, yeah, I've been trying to push my case a little bit at the Thunder to try and move up the order as much as possible. I um, I opened the batting for... Manly in the in the grade level and have done quite well um, over the last few seasons for them batting there and yeah I guess um, you know with the um, they've implemented obviously the power surge in the big bash which gives you know that your middle orders uh, middle order batters a bit of a chance to have a bat when the field is up so I think I've um, made good use of that over the last couple of seasons and you know it's quite handy still though batting at five and six when 
you know, you get to the 15th over and you can, you know, bring the field in. So um, there's also that um, element as well. But I definitely do want to try and open um, in T20 cricket because it gives me more balls to face and, um, you know, a chance of scoring more runs. But um, I think our Thunder order is um, locked in at the top this year and um, especially getting Bancroft across this year who will probably bat, I'm assuming, three for us. I think that number four is probably going to be the spot for me this year again. Okay. Uh, just before we get to that, I was going to ask you about the Sydney Thunder and how things are, are shaping up there. Have you ever hit one across Sydney Road at Manly Oval? Because, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I've been hit over over Sydney Road on Manly Oval. I reckon you'd probably hit a few over there. I have, yes. I actually hadn't hit anyone until I played Hawkesbury in a, a Red Bull game the other, the other day. I was about 60 not out batting in a Red Bull fixture and there was an off spinner who had mid on and mid off up and it would have oh. stupid of me not, not to try and hit him over the fence. And I ended up hitting a car right on the bonnet and they just drove straight off. They looked <laughs> and there was, there was no, no mark on the car and they said, Oh, not bothering me. And they just literally took off. So, um, but yeah, it's a nice short straight boundary at Manly Oval. I'd hate to be a, a spinner bowling there most of the time. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I love batting at Manly Oval. It's a nice small ground and, um, yeah, I've scored a couple of runs over there over the last few years. Uh, yes, no doubt you have. All right, let's get to the Thunder, mate. If you've talked about uh, Cam Bancroft at three, uh, how much are we going to see with Davey Warner? Um, is Alex Hales coming back and, and playing for the Thunder again? Because he's another one of these match winners at the top of the order. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, first of all, with the, um, with the David Warner situation, I think that um, from the rumours that I've heard, I understand that he'll be back at the, the back end of the season for us. And um, I think he'll play a, a massive role in the top order for us up there. So um, I think that after the, the test, um, the summer's finished and um, there's been obviously a bit of chat around him retiring after the SPG test. So um, fingers crossed for us. He hops straight onto the, the Thunder train and plays there for us. So um, he'll be a, a big inclusion for us. And then, um, you know, Hales is coming back over for us again this year. I think this is his fourth or fifth year now with us. So um, he's been obviously um, extremely good for us at the top. And um, I think that he's actually only able to play the first seven games because he'll duck off to another T20 tournament, which is disappointing. But um, I think that when he goes, we actually get Warner straight in. So I think it'll be a a basically a quick swap. And I think that when Hales goes, um, Warner will just basically take his spot at the top of the order. Yeah, right. Okay. So that's a good situation for Thunder fans. Just on that, Ollie, so this is the last Shield game before the Thunder. It's such a big tournament now. I know it's reduced in games, but the TV numbers will be fantastic. It's um, your time to shine uh, and all the domestic cricketers in the bright lights. How challenging is it keeping your focus to this final four-day game and not getting distracted by, I'm sure, all this stuff that's going on with the Sydney Thunder? Uh, yeah, it is pretty difficult. Um, I actually uh, haven't experienced it yet because I wasn't playing um, any shield cricket, you know, my last two big bash seasons. So I actually had a, a pretty good lead up where I got to practice white ball batting for probably a good two or three weeks before the tournament started. So um, for me, I guess, you know, we just had a training session at the SCG then when I, I probably batted for about an hour just trying to basically block it as much as I could so um I'm actually I'm actually interested to see how I go transitioning straight from um you know this red ball fixture to basically probably playing 
you know, T20 cricket within the next seven days. So yeah. um, hopefully I'll be all right because, um, like I guess you were saying at the, the start of the interview, that um, I'm quite naturally an attacking player. So hopefully I can transition that pretty quickly. But, um, you know, I think I'll get a good week of, of white ball practice before, um, you know, the, the big bash starts. So I'm hoping that I'll be all right and, um, you know, can transfer some of this red ball form into the, the white ball. Well, you keep telling yourself you can, Ollie, and then it'll happen, all right? Uh, um, now, contract with New South Wales. Are you signed for the Blues at the end of this season for, for more seasons? Um, not currently, no. Okay, so I'm presuming you'd want to stay at New South Wales. Is that right? Uh, definitely, yes. I, I do not want to leave the, the Northern Beaches. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's something New South Wales cricket need to get onto very quickly. And scores of 62 and 67 and 129 in your last three digs at first-class cricket will definitely do it. Um, final question from me on this one, Ollie. I uh, spoke to someone in the know. I said, I've got Ollie Davies coming on. What should I you know, What should I ask him? He said he loves surfing, he loves golf, and he loves hitting sixes. So what do we find Ollie Davies doing on a day off, mate? Uh, it's actually funny. So I used to surf almost every single day. Um, and this winter, the, the surf hasn't been great. So I've been playing a lot of golf recently. So um, I'm trying to play golf probably three or four times a week at the moment. And surfing's almost a little afterthought. So, um, you know, I think at the moment it goes golf, surfing, and then hitting sixes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so where do you play? What's your home track? Uh, Long Reef. So, yeah, we, I play at Long Reef sort of most days. And then, obviously, we've got some good connections in the Blues set up to play elsewhere. So I play Bonnie Doon with uh, Moses and Chris Tremaine a little bit as well. But um, Longy's definitely my favourite course. It's so open. So when I slice the hell out of my driver, I can still <laughs> manage to get onto the green. <laughs> uh, who gets the cash out of you and Moses and Chris Tremaine? Um, usually Moses. He plays right. off, I think, he plays off two. I play off 10 at the moment, and Chris Tremaine plays off, I think, six or seven. And even though I, my handicap's higher, I still can never manage to beat Moses. He always ends up going scratch, usually, to a round of golf with him. But, you know, it might be the occasional ball drop here or there. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> well, mate, that's experience for you, right? So you just gotta, you've exactly. got to be aware of that. Hey, Ollie, um, so great to chat, mate. Uh, congratulations on your, your form in the first-class arena this year. All the very best for this game against Tasmania at the SCG starting tomorrow. And you have a great Sydney Thunder season as well. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate you having me on. Uh, Ollie Davies there. Wow, what a breath of fresh air that young man is. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys you love watching bat, right? He's just, uh, as they say in the classics, he moves the game forward, whether it's first class level or, or BBL. And I'm going to watch him with great intent over the course of this summer. All right, let's get to a break. Uh, we keep those text messages coming in. Uh, unlikely looking sports persons. Uh, on the back of Brody Kostecki's victory in the Supercars. That's our talk topic for today. Uh, all right, break and then back with more.